0: A, a slow meandering affair. He wants
1: to kick, he's gotta go now.
2: With Josh Cairn.
0: Alright, here Dave
3: Josh
2: Kerr. David Ribbich.
3: Josh Kerr's for Became real. Josh Kerr on the outside, way up front now, is David Ribbich.
1: <laughs> Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Sit and Kick Podcast. I'm your host, David Ribbich
0: and I'm your better host, Josh Kerr. Today, we are sitting and kicking it with the worst kept secret of 2020 track and field. As individuals, they ruled the NCAA distance headlines from upset NCAA titles to NCAA parties. Some say they are all now personal friends with Roger Federer, but who knows? Uh, what we'll find out today, um, but they've come down from running on the clouds to join us today it is on Athletics Club. Welcome, boys.
2: Thank you. Yeah, thanks, mate. That was a very generous intro. Appreciate Thank you. it. <laughs>
1: Um, Josh, in the intro, I don't know. I think there's a typo. He said upset titles, but I think the only upset in this whole case was when Ollie, you beat Josh. So I think your titles were won outright. Josh, you're a bit upset, but you are correct. Um, well, but,
2: uh, I mean, Jordy is also here, so that, that doesn't help oh, me in my see, case. There's some beef here already. <laughs> uh, but right. was that an <laughs>
1: upset? That's, that's the thing. That, was that an uh, upset?
2: That's actually a good point. I guess, I guess it kind of was and kind of wasn't. I don't know. What would you say, George? Can we talk about the translator property?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Me and you are going to be on the same page for a lot of this then. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So we wanted to know too. Um, we'll start it off easy. We'll, we'll look at you, Ollie. Um, were you signed with On when you came onto the podcast originally?
2: I think so. Oh, okay. no. I think I received, I received an offer, but I hadn't signed it yet. I okay. think I received an offer and uh, it was kind of... Still trying to figure out what was going to happen because I think as as well as it was shown, it was like pretty much Joe was the first one to sign, um, and then it kind of all formed from there. I guess Joe, you, you want to talk about how it kind of started because you were the first
3: one in that kind of equation. Yeah, I mean, I I signed pretty shortly after NCAs within probably about a month, and so I don't know exactly when the other guys signed, but because they didn't all come out here until early July, so it was kind of a long drawn-out process of getting everything in order. Mm. Yeah. And then we kind of, uh, obviously
2: we found out Nathan Risenheim was going to be in contention as the coach. So we all had phone calls with him and and chatted with him. He's a pretty, pretty cool guy. And obviously he's a bit of a legend in the American running world. Um, So, you know, he was kind of scary going up to altitude and then training with him and Joe, you know, it can be a bit terrifying hearing the hearing the, uh, the stories, Uh, for what Joe's done up here in Boulder, you know, 20 mile long runs at a ridiculous pace up hills and mountains. So that was kind of intimidating. And then obviously everything kind of formed from there where we had um, Carlos uh, sign as well, pretty much the same time as me. Um, And then once that formed, we uh, thought, you know what, we probably need some more diversity. So let's get a white New Zealander um, to kind of bridge the gap between the Aussie New Zealand relations. So we definitely thought that would be a good one. And Geordie obviously was one of the guys that they've been wanting for a while, but he was still trying to make up his mind. So, if he wanted to hang out with us or not. So.
0: I think um, it was quite funny because we had you on and I think you announced your professional career on our podcast by accident. Yeah, afternoon. I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apologies for that. But I mean, it was great press for us for sure. Yeah, welcome um, have you guys. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll have to give you a little bit of cashola for that because it, it definitely brought some eyes onto our podcast but uh, you know I, I see I see you guys are, are playing a lot of board games these days so tell, tell me who the worst, worst guitar player is Ollie? easily
2: oh, no. no
1: no
2: I've won i won a game I won a game when you weren't there remember no. is it, well I mean that explains it didn't... you got a, the worst guitar player out of the group in stats-wise, it probably is me, but I'm definitely not the worst.
3: We haven't played enough.
2: I need Joe, my stats to come through. Joe, come
3: through. Yeah, I've only played maybe – I think I've played like four games with everyone and won two, so I'm, I'm sitting pretty.
1: All right. All right, so it's definitely not you. Yeah, Ollie. it's, it's not looking good. I mean, you all could say Carlos right now since he's not entered the chat yet. So Carlos um,
3: plays
2: mind tricks, though, because he's a psych major. You know, he, he thinks he can get on your good side and then just completely backhand you halfway through the game. Joey doesn't take that, though, do you? You don't take that. <laughs> uh, I try not to. Carlos is an evil, <laughs> evil Katan
0: player. <laughs> I know. You can tell. Yeah, say yeah. that now considering he's not here and, you know, the B-knock that is, that is Carlos Villarreal cool. with your guys' team. So, you know, what I want to do a little bit is um, because Dave made me do an a mer- amazingly hilarious intro and, and not actually intro you guys individually, which would have taken quite a while, I thought what would be a fun thing is is um, what you guys can intro, intro yourselves a little bit and, and talk about what you feel like defines you as, as athletes that can make that that step into the professional level so a little bit about your your career this far and, and, and some goals so if you guys want to do a little bit of a self intro then it means that people can have a better look into and it, it plus it means that me and dave don't have to work as hard yeah as it, it also adds like extent.
1: because this is our first like virtual group um podcast this will also allow the the viewers or listeners i guess you can say to kind of associate who who's speaking every time. So there's a good chance for you guys to introduce yourself. And then at the end, all three of you guys can fi- figure out a uh, resume for Carlos. So whoever wants to uh, start with their resume.
3: Yeah, I can go first. Uh, so I'm Joe. I, I ran University of Colorado. Um, it's nine time All-American there, a couple time runner up in NCA. NCAA. Um, as far as what I think, why I think I you know want to go into professional running and what I think I, why I can do well, I think, I like to work hard and, uh, I mean, everyone does, but I think that starting this group in Boulder is going to be kind of a continuation of, of my, you know, hopefully my success I had at Colorado. Um, and so it felt very at home to staying here in Boulder and, and continuing to work hard and then, you know, putting um, more top caliber NCAA guys in the mix. And I think that we're all going to push each other uh, to get better.
0: Awesome. Oh you go George. no go. <laughs> Alright. Um
2: Hi, I'm I'm Ollie Hall. I is this not isn't,
1: this isn't uh, oh, I'm man. an alcoholic. My
2: date of birth my date of birth is the 29th of January. No, my so hi I'm Ollie. Uh I'm <laughs> a Wisconsin runner. I was an all American and I beat Josh Kerr one time, so that made me really good. There and, it is. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Get it all out,
0: mate. Get it all out.
2: Uh but uh I guess for me, like Obviously, coming from a strength-based program, I was pretty excited joining this group in Boulder. Um, just wanting to focus more on um, having people around me that definitely uh, push my limits. And I know Joe and Carlos and George all have their own elements to bring into that. So that was an exciting factor to bring to this group was to have people who are just um, very highly talented NCAA runners, all young, coming out of college to work together and kind of build each other up, uh, working each other's weaknesses and strengths and. Uh, I guess for me as a runner, I was excited to be kind of in that middle of uh, more distance with Joe and then be able to work on more speed stuff with um, Carlos and then obviously, you know, work on my uh, form and my toe spacing uh, skills with uh, with George Bemis. So um, stuff like that, I think was was a big uh, element to why I was so excited about joining this group and me as a goal. So I think looking forward, I'd love to represent an Australia team, which I haven't done yet. So my, big, my biggest goal coming in 2021 was representing Australia the Olympics, so I'd say that's probably where we want to head. Yeah, that's me. That's inspirational, Ollie. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, I'm Jordy or George, occasionally Beamish. Um, you might know me as in use fifth, occasionally sixth uh, man on a cross-country team. Um, I read Harry Potter the whole series in 11 days one time twice actually tried to beat my record but wasn't possible and i once beat ollie Hoare at a 200 in birmingham
1: <laughs> and by transitive property since ollie beat josh you also and beat ollie has also been
2: known to beat josh
0: i'll, I'll <laughs> just leave it
2: i'm gonna just leave it there
0: <laughs> wait wait did joe not just beat ollie in the 5k as well
2: no, it'd be me. No, I. I oh, I, really? I, I kicked him in the last 50 meters, yeah. Oh, Yo, no. you're a bad guy, you're a Yeah, yeah no, I was terrible. I, I was trying to pull him through for the last 50 because that's all I could do. I couldn't do anything else at that
0: point. <laughs> Joe, are you that's drinking a, a white claw over there? No, a little kombucha oh i thought we were getting i thought we were getting hyped on this one um so i i do want to do a little bit of a description for carlos as well? yeah
1: let's go ahead you guys can each get a a good little sentence for carlos i'll i'll have one as well i've known carlos for a bit so i'll start with uh, carlos villarreal uh went to university of arizona um he is one of the biggest star wars and zelda fanatics that i've ever met and i feel like his snapchat is solely and only about his dog or really really dark photos of him in like dark rooms because it's so hot in arizona anyone else (laughs) Uh, i live with him. um
2: (laughs) he makes great um tacos great tacos um, he, he's very very um, I'd say he's very snobby with his Spanish. Like, if anybody didn't have Spanish as their first language, he'd make fun of them for it. It's like <laughs> pretty funny. He's been teaching us a bit of Spanish, so that's been cool. It's been a good, good little trait from Carlos.
0: <laughs> and he runs from Mexico as well, right? Runs from Mexico. He won Pan he like, yep, yeah,
2: Pan American won Pan Am gold. Pretty cool race to watch if you had guys up. And see. then tripped Definitely over across
0: game. the line to let Ollie beat him in in uh, Azusa as well, right? Yeah, I didn't
2: trip him. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But he's uh, no, one of the few Mexicans I know that doesn't like spicy food that much, hmm. and doesn't yeah, like that's much. weird actually. Yeah, he doesn't like spicy food, so it's a pretty sad. He's, he's like a food. cave dweller. If he had a treadmill in his room, he'd never leave the house. No, he wouldn't.
1: <laughs> the lights are always off in his room too, right? Or, or is that just an Arizona thing?
2: No, definitely Oh, and he lives in the basement
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> with, like a, with <laughs> a flag over the windows. Like no light is allowed in there.
0: <laughs> so I want to, I want to change it right back to the, the, the signing. And, and I think it's a very interesting signing process for you guys, because you know, some of you sign without a coach and, and a new team and uh, for Joe, did you have a, um, a sway in where the actual team was based? Because I know that on running isn't based in the, it's a Swiss company, correct?
3: Yeah, so I think that early on in the process, um, obviously I think they wanted to form this team, but then once once everything got canceled and they realized that instead of forming this team maybe in June when they had a couple months to flesh out all their their plans, where to put the team, you know, everything, it, it really got thrown on them a lot quicker. And I think that they realized that they had to, if they wanted to get the athletes, they had to, they had to act fast because, you know, with other brands out there also trying to sign athletes, if you, if you don't act fast, you could miss out on them. So Mm -hmm. yeah, they, they started um, right after, you know, everything got canceled. They, they told me they're like, you know, they called me and they're like, Hey, we're like looking to form this group. Cause originally when I talked to them, I didn't know they were trying to form a group. I thought it'd be more of an individual thing. And they're, they kind of wanted it to be at altitude when I, when I spoke with them and they mentioned some other altitude places in Colorado, like Carlos Springs um, and, and some other Around, you know, just around in Colorado. And so, yeah, we were initially, you know, I just kind of told them, like, it's going to be, I think, in my opinion, a lot easier to get athletes to move to Boulder. And I know Boulder really well. And obviously, at this point, Dathan wasn't assigned yet, but if Dathan was going to be the coach, he went to school here as well. And so, it's a lot of stuff, you know, we know the town. And I think that if we formed a group here, there wouldn't be a big learning curve of the area. So that was kind of like, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't say I had like a ton of say in it, but I, I think that they just realized Boulder was a great location um, and easy to get athletes to to want to move to.
0: So so was it like, um, I know it was difficult for loads of companies to be offering stuff and it's a really hard year to sign. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's fantastic that we're able to get contracts as, uh, you know, as athletes, but was there any apprehension coming from, Knowing there was no no not any training partner signed, no coach, don't know where you're gonna be like was it because there wasn't many other options, or was it because like what what was it that attracted you to to, to that that decision
3: yeah, I mean initially, it was very much like it wasn't what I envisioned like joining a team um, but I think just hearing from them like what what their goals for the team were and what they wanted to do um, and then so like I asked them basically, you know if I do sign like when I signed, there's no coach, no other athletes or anything. And so I'm kind of just on my own coaching myself for a little bit. Um, I just asked them like, how long till you'd be able to bring new athletes in, how long till you'd bring a coach in. And um, they basically just acted super fast. Like I was on a video call with the owner of the brand and some of the other people in Switzerland. And they were like, yeah, we're going to like get on like hiring a coach this month. We're going to bring these athletes in. Like initially, they weren't trying to have the other athletes here until October or September. And they're all out here by July 1st or July 5th. And we're all training together. Yeah. So I think just their, their ability just to really work fast was, was kind of appealing. And I think that moving forward, that's going to be good for us with product development and among other things that you, it's not a slow brand. Uh, they're, they're very much trying to get stuff done. And that was appealing to me.
1: Yeah. Um, so I guess, um, for like Jordy or, or, Ollie, um, so Jordy, you came from altitude, so you're familiar with it. What was, was there any hesitation for you coming from Flagstaff? Cause Flagstaff is a professional running scene hub. I mean, it's literally altitude capital, I would say for a majority of American based distance runners. So like when you were coming to Boulder, was there any hesitation there? Or was when you found out that it was Boulder, were you pretty amped for that?
2: Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I had a really good experience in flag and, um, I, I enjoyed being altitude. Like I, I felt like I, I got a lot of benefits out of that. Um, and so Boulder, um, like I, initially, I, I kind of felt like I, I wanted to get out of flag and, and just kind of get a bit of a change from the college scene. Like I'd been there five years. It's a pretty yeah. long time. I'm um, kind of ready for something new, um, but still enjoyed like being in the mountains and, uh, been in the forests and altitude and all so boulder was pretty natural um progression from that um and yeah so so no hesitation really nice yeah i was i was excited about
0: boulder
1: as ollie an location just... for
0: sure yeah hey, what's up josh i was gonna say i think oh, the only reason ollie chose boulder is because he's got new messes over there right <laughs> damn news travels fast isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i mean you post boulder on instagram <laughs> whether you
1: yeah, I mean, we we well, mistakenly thought you were dating someone on our previous episode, but you we found out that in that moment that you guys still broke together, up. right? No,
2: yeah, my my uh, my personal life's all over the media. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, what happened was, yeah, it kind of just happened. Like she posted a photo on her social media, and then it kind of blew up from there. And then I just like asked, "Damn, I will just post a photo on my social media a couple months a month later." Okay,
1: but right. uh, moving on, I guess. Yep.
2: Let's get back to the question of yeah. Down. Back to the altitude. So
1: these guys have be- dealt with altitude. What was it um, for you coming from Wisconsin? Because what's Madison at? Like 118 feet?
2: Yeah. No. Madison's at all altitude. Like it's, it's like I've never been the altitude. I've never actually like I think Albuquerque was the first experience like going to indoors of being that high up. Um, so it was it was a definitely a different kind of thing that I was thinking about. Like, is it going to be good for a middle distance guy going up there? Like, is there any sort of benefit? Because I know it's huge for distance, more distance heavy guys, um, and more endurance kind of uh, you know, sports, like cycling is quite big here in Boulder, as well as um, professional running. So that was kind of something I was looking into um, before that. And then when I heard it was, you know, looking at Boulder, researching it, obviously, um, with people living there, a lot of the other pro groups around, it was kind of the thing that was sounded pretty cool. And I mean, Madison was great, um, awesome place to live. But like Jordy kind of said, it was a college town, even, even with Boulder, having that professional running scene, it was kind of an appealing thing to transition there, um, to get away from kind of where you had your college roots and to start up somewhere uh, new. So I was excited about that. So a little hesitation with um, initially trying to figure out if it was going to suit me well before I signed. But then once I kind of committed to it, I was pretty excited about it. So
1: Yeah, because you guys earlier talked about um, some of the goals for the team or like goals for yourselves. So was that first sub four, um, sub four minute mile in Colorado where you and Joe went under, was that like one of the team's first initial goals to like solidify yourselves as one of the best running teams in Boulder, if not in Boulder, or did that thing just kind of like happen? Yeah, no, we
2: definitely want to solidify that. We were, we were all business. Um, <laughs> it's cause we, uh, we thought, I think Dayton was excited about doing it. I know so Joe, it was one of those things that he's always wanted to do. Um, and to have, you know, the guys that we had around him and the training we did, we thought after a month of being up at altitude, we could give it a crack. So we set it all up. It wasn't obviously official, but we had, you know, three timers. We had a clock there. We had, you know, we had people turn up. Tim men came and watched, which was cool. To um, so on the pro group, kind of watch you do something like that was, was a cool thing. And, um, you know, we had a pacer for 600 metres. He was supposed to go for how long? 800. Eight hundred meters, oh, I think. Really I love it. It. Uh, it was our chiropractor, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John. Um, but like, it was something that we were excited about, and and you know, running that that quick up there, it just solidified that we're doing the right thing. Everything's moving well, and even with COVID, we were able to produce. I know a physical result that you know represents our training. So that's a kind of co- a cool thing to have because I know. A lot of us, when we run, it's, it's tough to just to do all this training and not have any kind of result to show for it. Yep. So, that yep. was a cool step for us, and it was definitely a goal that I know Joe wanted to take off, and, and I obviously wanted to take off as well. So,
1: yeah, I'm going to. So, we got the, the man of the hour, Carlos Villarreal, joining the call. So, I'm going to add him in, and then, Joe, I actually want you to continue on to that question because I know that's something that's been in your radar for a bit now. So, I'm going to add Carlos. Everyone can say hi, act like we've been talking about him. There he is.
2: We got Doc and down there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, welcome to the chat, Carlos Villarreal. Um, you don't got to worry about a whole lot. We already did your introduction. We already did a whole lot of talk. We know a lot about you now. We know you're in the Good. basement. Um, so, yeah, welcome to the scene. Um, we'll continue on with Joe. So, let's talk about that sub four mile because, like, I know I've been following your progress with that for a couple years now, especially with, like, the indoor facility you guys have up there in Colorado. Yeah,
3: so, basically... My freshman year, we got this new indoor facility, indoor three hundred meter track, and it was really quick surface. And the first time we ever got on the track, we did a mile time trial, and this was my true freshman year. And I, I think I ran, it wasn't official or anything, but we did a like inter squad race, and I think I was like really around four oh six. And then the next year, we had all of us coming back, and we had Zach, Perrin and then Ben Sorrell and we kind of had this goal to try and go under four minutes. Um, we, we were I think 401 that year. And so that was like, we, were, we figured that we, it was very realistic that we could, you know, go under four minutes in the next year. Um, and then the next year I was injured um, and didn't run. And then the year after that, this, this past year, I took another stab at it and I ran 401, um, 00. So I was like a half a second faster than I was two years prior. But again, it was like running 401 for a second time, it was like I didn't want that to be my PR I wanted to like go take another stab at it and it was kind of just one of those things that to anyone else it's really meaningless but to myself it was something that I just really wanted to accomplish um and then once you know we set up this mile race with Carlos and and Ollie I mean I think that and we had a pacer and everything I figured it was a great opportunity to do it because we're all really in shape to 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 get after it because every time we had run the mile in Colorado it was in usually the middle of like big training. So I think this winter when I did it, I ran like a hundred miles that week. And so we weren't really fresh because you're getting ready for the season. Um, but it's just kind of, it was just kind of like a a way to get a nationals qualifier in the bag and uh, break up training a little bit. But this year we actually, this summer when we did the time trial, we kind of rested up a little bit and treated it more like a, like a race. Um, but yeah. To actually Go under it. it was kind of nice to have this goal that's kind of been marinating for three years and then yeah. check it off.
1: Yeah. Um, you brought up a, a little piece in there that I we weren't planning on talking about, but it's interesting because we have Nia Akins on our team now who signed with us, um, and she talked about her experience at indoors. Like for like, I guess Carlos and, and George, you guys can kind of lead this conversation. What was that like then? Being down there, were you guys all in New Mexico at the time of the news when like everything got Lucky canceled? guys.
0: What a great place. Yeah, I think well, really, <laughs> Josh.
1: <laughs> no,
0: I think we were I'd
2: done like half of our pre meet strides. Like I think I was like putting on spikes for a pre meet. Like, were you um, running the mile, Josh? Uh mile three K. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the only the only reason I really was was disappointed um, was that you know I was I was excited to see what, what we could do as a team. Um, you know, they, there was a bit of hype about, um, how many guys we got in and all that. And, um, the guys were super fit and yeah, it would have been, it would have been, I think it just a cool story to follow for, I mean, for us trying to do it. And then for everyone else watching like, was it six, maybe six or seven distance guys. Um, just try and put up as many points as possible. Um, individually, not as concerned.
1: (laughs) Carlos, were you down there? Were you also doing the mile?
4: Yeah. Yeah. I was down there. Uh, so I got the announcement like right after I got done, like doing my pre-meet. So we did like, I actually ran, I think with some of the university of Washington guys and I did my pre-meet and all that 200s. I was feeling really good. And we were like, it was, you know, pre-meet was done. Now I just go back to the hotel, rest up, you know, get ready for that. And then I think, um, right as I was leaving, uh, we were wondering, it was like, did you hear about, uh, someone came up to me. I want to say, I think it was Theo. Uh, Theo Quacks and like Walid Suleiman and all these guys came up to me and they're like, did you hear about what happened? I was like, what happened? And they're like, oh, the Big Ten, you know, is pulling everybody out. So then as soon as they said Big Ten, I was like, holy shit, Wisconsin's in the Big Ten. So I'm like, and then I had talked to Ali, I kid you not, like maybe like 30 minutes prior um, to that. And then I was like, wait, what? So then once the Big Ten was out, then I realized like, wait, then Notre Dame's out like Michigan all these teams I'm like wow so that like dwindles down the mile like half of the guys are gone so then at that moment I kind of knew it was coming I was like it's only a matter of time before the Pac-12 also pulls out and yeah sure enough the NCAA then you know shut it off and that sucked you know because um it's feeling really good I was I tell the guys I tell Ollie I was like it's like you know I'm gonna tell my grandkids you know I was I was getting ready to just rock the socks out of Jordy and Ollie in that mile race. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, who, who would have won that mile? <laughs> and then I was like, they they dodged the bullet, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it was really disappointing. So, went back and, you know, no outdoor season, just reset at that point.
1: Yeah. Ollie and Joe, were you guys also down there then?
4: Yeah, yeah, we were also down
3: there. We just, yeah. same type of story. Same just, sad story. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're just trying to make them relive it, Dave.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to make them no. relive it. Hey, old news, NCA, old news. Where, where? Well, I mean, I the, what happened to the D2 championships? Was the it D2 now? championships? I don't even know if they exist anymore. Honestly, I think once uh, my graduating class left, I know you guys got some D2 girls on your guys's team, so I'm sure you get a ton of D2 chat. Um, but. I don't even think D2 is having a national championships. I think the funding, something happened there. They just
0: and, all vote on who they think the best guy is. Yeah, they just
1: vote. It's <laughs> kind of like uh, the West Regional Athlete of the Year. You know, the, all the coaches just put in who they think would have won and that's the D2 national champion.
0: <laughs> but um, uh, I, I, think, I think the most interesting part of your guys' group and what kind of like excites me about you guys is like, um you guys are all from different places. You're not all, you know, going against each other for the same team for the Olympics World Championships, whatever it is. And I think, does that make you feel pretty good coming to practice where you're not battling each other, where you're not putting each other in the ground, you're not comparing each other, like where it's like, you know, actually, you know, I'm going to work hard with these guys and hopefully I see him on the start line of the Olympic final. Is that, is that that kind of overall with you guys?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. that's kind of how the team was was set up um, that, you know, that that's what they're saying is they wanted to, you know, build these guys from different countries and that, you know, you can create a environment at practice where you're not necessarily as competitive and you're really just trying to build everyone up. And I mean, obviously eventually we're probably going to bring in more, you know, it's not going to be exclusive one person from each country, but I think that if you can eliminate a little bit of that and yeah. it's just going to, yeah, it's going to take any, any kind of competitiveness out of practice and make it solely just to, to, to get better fitness.
0: I like it. Uh, what, uh, Dave? Do you want to move on to this this amazing game that I made?
3: Yeah, this amazing
1: game. I was gonna say we have a lot of similarities in that. Then Joe, because when I put Josh down in a tempo, he just knows. He's like, he doesn't have to beat me in a in a UK final. He just has to worry about Neil Gorley beating yeah. him again. So yeah, um, I have to go yeah, sub
0: three forty four to, to beat Dave. It's yeah. Tough. It's tough. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. But so yeah, we uh we got a little segment um, coming up. It says, who knows who better. So I don't know how you guys want to break your teams. I think this works good because um, George and Carlos uh, live together. So they're going to be the guinea pigs of this. So, Joe, do you think that you know Carlos or Jordi better and then vice versa? Because like, so Ollie and Joe, you guys are going to be playing the game.
3: Yeah, I probably know Carlos better.
1: Okay, Joe, you know Carlos better. Okay, Ollie, um, you think you know George better then?
2: Um, honestly, probably the same for both of them. So, yeah, let's okay. go with George.
1: Okay. So how this game's going to work is I'm going to ask each of you back and forth a trivia question. And these questions about the other person are on the on running website. So you guys did have time to do your research, Ollie. I'm sure Please you have do you. not
0: bring up the website now or else this game's done. Yeah. I want to
1: bring up how awesome your guys' website is actually had and how quick they were to respond, um, to the signings, but that's a long story short. Um, so we're going to start with you, Ollie. We're going to ask you a question about George and, uh, what is Jordy's pre-race ritual? Uh,
2: brushing his hair in front of the mirror.
1: Okay. Is that, is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the, the on-running on reply is coffee spikes ready to go. So I'm going to say that's... That's, that's a lie. That's
2: a lie. He brushed his hair in front of the mirror.
1: Okay. Zero points minutes. for Ollie. Uh, we're going to Joe. Yeah, <laughs> Joe for Carlos. Um. Let me see where that segment went. I'm going to hear. Okay, I got it. Yep. Do you want to ask it, Josh?
0: Yeah, it's a similar question. Do you have a special pre-race ritual? This is a bit of a longer one.
1: Yeah, so what is Carlos' pre-race ritual?
3: Oh, man, well, it's probably changed since U of A, but if, if, if it's what it is now, he just watches South Park all day.
1: <laughs> it's uh the correct answer, Josh. You want to hit
0: it? Uh, I always need car- uh, some carbs but the night before, whether it be pizza, pasta, or bread. I need my carbs as a carb guy. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the
1: score is 0 0, so it's still a close match. It's, uh, you guys it's are like, crushing it. Surprises, not the last only game.
2: sandwiches. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I always only lunch. eat sandwiches.
2: Breakfast <laughs> sandwiches, normal sandwiches, and ice cream sandwiches. Everything <laughs> has to be sandwich form yeah
1: <laughs> um yeah this, this looks like judging by this competition will be a, a final 50 kick and a 5k so we're gonna go into the second question Ollie, are you ready no okay all right um is nutrition a big focus for you this is for jordy um and what would you say is your go-to meal after a tough run
2: I would say it is very big because I know George, is. he loves cooking. He love, He hates going out for food. He doesn't like it. He likes to be in control of his food. He likes to cook. Um, he's made that very clear. I think um, after he races, I, I'm guessing he'd love to cook some pasta or something, mushroom pasta maybe. Okay. That's what I'm
1: guessing. It's a big carbo load after a race. So the, the tough run answer was Disappointing, breakfast Disappointing. It was a breakfast burrito. So that's going to be, he, he does say absolutely for nutrition. So that's like a point 0.5 of a point. So you got half a point there. So for, for Joe. You got have a
0: point for saying pasta. No, he gets half a point for can't. saying
1: absolutely in terms of his nutrition. <laughs> it chance.
0: It says absolutely breakfast burrito, a hundred percent. Okay, It can be, be more breakfast burrito. And so <laughs> <laughs> the next question, Joe, is uh, the same. These are the same questions, Dave. Come on, get some, get some creativity out here. Oh, I haven't um, write them. Is, the, is nutrition a big focus for you? And what would you say your go-to meal is after a tough run? These are for, some long quite, long answers from Carlos. Yeah, for Carlos. Yeah. Hey, what I will say is, is uh, I'll give you a clue because this is quite hard. He has a quote in here that says, you have to fuel like the Ferrari.
3: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably gets like Denny's takeout. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would, that's what I've seen so far.
0: <laughs> you kind of hit on this earlier, so that would, like, what he normally eats it is it is in a certain form of food.
3: Oh a gosh. burger, probably a sandwich, a burger sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> burger okay. sandwich, a burger sandwich. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, it's a, a grilled chicken sandwich with avocado. That's my absolute favorite, says Carlos. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay, Ollie, question three. We're only doing three questions, so you guys don't got to uh really dive deep for anything else after this, other than the banter bowl. Um so let's go with who so Ollie, who is Jordy's role model? Uh
2: Oliver Hall, I'd say. No um, <laughs> let, let me let me think. Role model. Can I have a clue? Is he is he young or old? Older. Older. Okay. Damn it.
0: That should give you a really good clue. Older specifically in the word. In the in the. Subject. I'm trying
2: to think of like the only thing I can think of is New Zealand runners like Johnny Walker or something like that.
0: Um, you're over overthinking there. it, mate. You really are. <laughs> you're, a,
2: you're really overthinking. Think uh, over. about <laughs> dad. i will say he's dad.
1: <laughs> close, but it's his older brother. Damn it. So score is still zero zero. 0 um, <laughs> you, coming you really, to, It's coming to down to the wire.
0: The whole <laughs> the whole answer to that is my older brother probably but don't <laughs> tell him.
1: <laughs> so there's some hesitation there in the answer. Jo- uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the la- the, the last one. question
0: is, uh, who is your team? And this is two Carlos. obviously, Joe, trying to figure this one out. Who is your team? That's, that's the question. Hmm. This, this is, I mean, this could easily take it here.
3: Do I need a hint? Uh, <laughs> no, it's,
0: it's, okay, yeah, it's there, not on parts. running.
1: Yeah, it's not on running. There's three <laughs> parts to it. So it's my blank, my blank, my
3: blank. Oh, I have no clue.
0: <laughs> I I truly love my team, it says at the end.
3: <laughs> I can't even give an answer. I don't know. So who who I would you in? say your can team Can I buzz in?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We can get buzz in. Go for it.
3: Uh, <laughs> is it – I was going to say
2: his dog, Obi. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, you definitely didn't ride Obi in, didn't you? No, your I didn't. Team, Coach Lee – your your dad your family
0: and then your teammates i mean i'm giving him that yeah family yes. friends and coaches yeah they, they cheer him on whether he has a good race or a bad race they're going to be the people in my corner that i can always rely on how emotional
1: how emotional how deep carlos i love it Every, everyone's pretty uh pretty shallow in the response but you went really really um really really sad it. yeah respect yeah
0: of course wow. so was that a tie what's the what's the result no no i think i think i think individually ollie he takes that to be honest kind he's of the only guy, guy that answered the question reasonably correct even though it wasn't his own question <laughs> but on running boys do not know each other very well and they also haven't <laughs> been reading the website so that's fine i, 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 I we believe
1: from each other i
2: yeah. think it's going to break eventually we're, we're, we're all we're playing character right now eventually <laughs> we're going to have a team bonding session where we're all going to break, and then we're going to show our true selves. Ollie, you Ollie, my profile page to go to sleep every night. Admit it. <laughs> what? You just, scroll, you just scroll through my profile page. I know yeah. you did. Well, no, I – yeah, but, you know, only fans. I'll scroll through OnlyFans. <laughs>
1: only fans. So. <laughs> I mean, we'll get some input out of Carlos here before we go into the Banter Bowl. Um, so, Carlos, we asked early who the worst Catan player is. So, do you have any take on who the worst Catan player is out of the three? <laughs>
0: If you were to get one it's vote, because it's this person's Ollie. one vote away. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's Ollie.
1: All right, so Ollie's the biggest winner and the biggest loser of the episode. Um, but he does have a new girlfriend, folks. Remember, he said he got oh, tags so go God. find that. <laughs> um, yeah. So leading into the Banter Bowl, all um, of you are familiar with it. We didn't actually do any excess research um, by reaching out to people. I've reached out to Joe and Carlos before for previous episodes, and I didn't want to reach out to any of your friends. Carlos ghosted me. Joe, thank you for replying when I uh, asked for dirt. Carlos, you never texted me back. Um, so we're going to go ahead and go into this banter bowl. Um, did you guys want to be called On Track Club, but OTC was taken? Who's answering this? Anyone? Anyone?
2: No. no. Track is super American.
0: Okay. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair.
2: On athletic Athletics. Club sounds more, more Swiss, though. It sounds more. Athletics like, is what the rest of the world says, like Athletics Australia, New Zealand Athletics. Do you yes, have any more issues them, with yeah. The, yeah, the American athletics.
1: standardization, Jordy? You want to get off your chest? Is there anything else? No, American... we'll, be, we'll be here all day. Don't even <laughs> hit, hit another one. What, what's one <laughs> of your biggest pet peeves of America then?
2: Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Misappropriation <laughs> of my culture. Anyway, Jordy, you take it. <laughs> uh, I can't follow that up. <laughs>
0: well i'll change it up uh joe I, I see that you've got like a cool new logo and um, but you seem to have used my initials can i also use said logo
3: uh yeah my sister- is that okay to put that uh, on my I profile use, as long as you pay as long as you pay my sister for to make it then that's fine
0: i will definitely be paying your sister just yeah just fire that information over that'll be that'll be my profile picture on instagram by tomorrow it's lovely
1: <laughs> um so all of you guys I was doing some research on it, and it was pretty dope. Congrats on, on, or congrats on being on – that's a lot of ons. Congrats on being on the on-running website. <laughs> but why didn't you guys get a cool tagline to describe you like everyone else? I think one of them was like the underrated uh, like champion or something like that. All of your guys just say Olihor, OAC, Carlos Villarreal, OAC. There's some other, other ones that are just have like these massive names. Did you guys get to – are you guys not cool enough to get a tagline?
0: Uh-huh. Not a group.
3: together, they just threw us all in one, in one bunch. Mm-hmm. We're not individuals anymore.
1: Do you guys have specific taglines that you, you would use for yourself?
0: Yeah, give us a little quote on, on, on defining yourself. They, they did some small alliteration. Small school, big oh. dreams.
1: Small school, big dreams would be uh, probably <laughs> my the worst selling
0: book of all time. <laughs> worst well, selling I, track book.
2: I, I know that Joe Klecker is Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Burt Reynolds are running. And then I don't know who else could be. I mean, they called they called Carlos St- Steven Seagal or something like that of running. And then Jordy, I don't know. Like he's like a pop. Like he's probably like the Hi- Harry Styles of running. Like you have you know teenage high school girls. <laughs> they will want a lock of his hair. They'll be running around. Milrose Games, man. They wouldn't leave oh, alone. Was
4: insane. Yeah. They were
2: like clawing at his skin. We had to get bodyguards. It was terrible. Poor Jordy. You know, he's a superstar when it comes to the. Uh, High school girls, track club, fan club. I'm sure there's a there's a there's a there's some trend, there's some thread in in Let's Run somewhere about Jordy Beamish and girls talking about him. I well, it imagine. seems like
1: Boulder then attracts all the US's high school population with ten men elite attracting all the high school guys, and then now yeah. OAC will attract all the high school girls um, with the hair exception of Jordy. <laughs> it's
2: got to balance out. <laughs> yeah, perfectly balanced, like all things should be, isn't that right, Carlos? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And then Ollie, you would what would you describe so as? Like, uh, the Hugh Hefner of track and field? No, I
2: describe my, I describe myself as Velvet Thunder. No, I, I don't know. Probably full of full of crap. <laughs> totally, yeah, I don't know. What would you guys describe me as? Um, what that? was what was the, what was the line they gave you? I honestly can't remember. Um, uh, Big Chunder, Ch- something from down under. Chunder from down under. I don't know Thunder. what it was. It was terrible.
0: Chunder's like a throwing up, right? Puke. Yeah, Chunder's. Well, up. he
2: does. He has been doing a lot of that. But that's because I eat too much. <laughs>
0: I don't know what mine is, but uh, we should
2: probably come up with nicknames. I know I like
1: to, yeah. What would you like yourself to be known as, Ollie? I feel like this is you trying to <laughs> tag yourself with your a nickname. This is your chance. I know everyone doesn't have a cool nickname like that they get to name themselves. Uh, I don't know. Wisconsin's number two best runner of 2019-2020. <laughs>
2: that that's cuts deep bro that cuts deep yeah that's generous as well what about alicia i mean i think <laughs> i think ollie's at at tops number three the the
0: the, the best mate of the face of the men's wisconsin team <laughs> I'm fine. i'll
2: take that um, I, i'm gonna wait for Ge- geordie's gonna make a nice nickname for me and we're gonna post it on uh my instagram feed so we're gonna do that I'm this is Joy.
1: actually yeah um i actually want to say wait we're talking about ollie live I feel like this is just like an ollie show again which is totally fine because Ollie has a very interesting and, and colored history and past. Um, so, were you guys at the Wisconsin cross country party? Danny Jones got some insight for us, and I know Jordy just turned his head real quick with that uh, question. <laughs> um, briefly, without full explanation, like, did you guys? How, what was Ollie's party like? Because he told us ring of P, some things were broken. Do you guys have any addition, or was Ollie just lying about that?
0: Yeah, he's claiming it was the best sensibly party of all time.
4: It was. It was, it was pretty wild. Yeah, I, I, I was definitely there. It was cold. Um, yeah, things were broken. It was too crowded.
0: We heard you got uh, taken home by uh, Danny Jones's mother.
4: Yeah, she. Uh, well, it was funny because she she picked me up. It was like a 20 minute commute. It was completely out of the way. But me and me and her mom are pretty tight. So like she went <laughs> <and> scoop me. <laughs> she went scoop me. Dropped us off along with like McKenna Morley and like all these other CU people. And then so we were just chilling there and i didn't really want to leave because i just didn't want to leave and then so basically danny's mom picks her up they leave and i kid you not like two minutes later the fire department like rolls up and like (laughs) everybody's like (laughs) and then everybody's like running out of the house and i think someone was like seizing on the floor somewhere i don't know what happened
2: no he threw up in the couch and then we had to call the police i wasn't there i was at uh i was somewhere else (laughs)
0: not getting free training. not
2: disclosing the location but i was somewhere else <laughs> and then i came back and i remember there was the police the fire brigade carlos had dish which is you know typical but uh yeah yeah
4: i, I called the uh, i called danny e-media i'm like oh uh, can you guys come and get me i don't want to pay for a you know 20 dollar uber back <laughs> so yeah it was it, luckily they were like two blocks away so they just like circled around and got me
0: so that was okay. tight nice so wh- when did uh when did you guys realize that you were assigned to on running and not brooks running when you got signed by steve de <laughs> oh yeah! Honestly, right right now.
1: Yeah, yeah you guys, you guys, you got, you, got, you
0: got your first package through. You guys got your first package through, and, and the shoes were on running. You were like, "Wow, I'm running on clouds." Am I? That makes sense. I'm pretty
2: sure Carlos. I don't know if George uh, experiences, but Carlos and I got emails from Steve Decoker about Brooks Beast and visiting and stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah. and I was pretty excited about that because I definitely wanted to check that out. And then all of a sudden I get an email from him and it's on running under it. And I was like, okay, that's kind of <laughs> whack. I didn't realize it yeah. was bought on running. But, yeah, man,
0: yeah. We, we, yeah, we're like, uh, when, when T-Mobile just bought Sprint, that's, that's what we're doing. We're just the, the, the grandfather company. To be fair, I can't say that because Roger Federer owns your guys' company. That's pretty sick. You guys know yeah, yeah, Have you missed?
2: The, no, I need to shoot goal. That's number know. one goal for the team. I mean, it
0: has to be, right? (laughs) He's a legend. It goes
1: Roger Federer, (laughs) then
2: Olympics. We're trying to get the Roger shoes. Like, we... uh, (coughs) When Andrew Weeding came out... That's biggest goal. (laughs) That's my biggest goal. So, when Andrew Weeding came out, because he's, he's like, works with Steve, um, he told us, he's like, I'll pull some strings, we're going to get you the Federer shoes. And I thought, that's sweet. Like, uh, they're pretty clean-cut shoes. Still waiting for him. Like, But I think one of our goals is, I think, because they have a a camp at St. Moritz in Switzerland, so they want to obviously when things start to cool. um, lift with, with COVID, they want to send us out there and, you know, like test us, run around, try the product, take some photos and hopefully, uh, you know, get some brunch with Roger and, and hang out like my best mates, you know, that's, that's the plan. Take him we're on trying. an easier place yeah, in Canada. That was so
0: sick. You're yeah. going to try and pay the bill? Or do you think Roger's got it? now nah, roger's got it. he's got it yeah why is he part of a running company if he plays talent? is that a running company well it has to be it's on running right? he's a
2: big he's a big fan of us
0: that's what i heard no, that, yeah, that makes <laughs> do, sense. does he listen to this pod oh he, he does, does. Yeah, i mean we're we're sitting at good 1300 1, followers these days so i mean I, everyone has heard it <laughs> yeah we, we we had a toss-up we were in
1: close connection with the guys sports marketing department as you guys know and we were speaking with them and we said do we want your guys's team or do we want roger and we're like mm, i think we'll get yeah. some more pull with like roger but we need to do the civil service of letting these boys on the, on the pod. So we're happy that you guys got to be able to, to hop in this. And we are getting closer to the end. Um, I know Ollie needs to get a nap and some beauty sleep. He's looking a bit rugged. Um, and so for our <laughs> last banter question. You're or getting slammed question,
2: in this one i was getting slammed in the first one. This one's even worse. <laughs> Why do I
0: go on? You, 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 go you turn on? up to the, you turn up to the zoom call and, and your name's Mick Hoare, So I, I, I mean, you're turning up with that kind of ad. That's, that's just what's yeah, going on. No, I definitely, I
1: definitely put myself in the firing range. Yeah. Um, Josh, are there any last ones on our segment or on our uh, banter for no, them? No, I there?
0: feel like we definitely, we, we need to give them a voice in this situation because we get comments that we just bully our guests, bring them on to bully them. So I feel like we, we had to bring in a, a part of the podcast that allowed them to have a voice and, and roast us a little bit to, to bring yeah. our egos down a bit before we, before we end the podcast. So if there's anything you know about how cool we are, how fast we are, or how great Brooks Running is, then just fire it our way. Like, I mean, we're, we're okay with whatever.
1: Joe, I can tell you've been holding back.
3: Oh, I got nothing.
0: <laughs> I know Ollie's gonna hit hard here, so I'm just gonna sit back and wait for wait for that to happen. But
1: Jordy, Carlos, any any roastable banter? Um, I sent you that yeah, long
0: text. I, yeah, text that you know yeah, what visible is.
4: Yeah, I was just wondering. Like, do you guys like looking like highlighters out there? Is it like tight? <laughs> like, do you guys get your singlets and like holy? crap that is nice like we're stuck in in 2012 still you know like i love it you know like do you guys like i remember i was sitting down with ribbage i think what was it two years ago three years ago we went to dinner and i was asking him like so uh when's brooks gonna get rid of the neon yellow like uh i think it's it appeals to like 15 year old boys and 40 year old men you know so like there's no in between you know so i was just wondering is uh any uh do you guys enjoy looking? I think, you know? I
0: think you'll find that we were ranked 15th on the flow track poll if who has got the best gear, right? So I think you should take that back. <laughs> and, they said uh, they like the how, consistency of the colors. We all know how
1: accurate the flow track polls are too. And uh, getting 15th on those flow track polls was definitely a big hit for the confidence of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, who was ahead of you guys? Everyone. Oh, I think there's only 15 uh, track and field teams <laughs> and, and we're landing at 15th. But <laughs> um, the, the jerseys, I, I would say... They are getting better. Um, oh okay, Dave, stop it. They're just I'm, bright. They're just bright, yeah. They're it's
0: pretty bright. Because you guys always want to see us, you know. You're like, yeah. Where's where are the Brooks boys? There they are. You know? Yeah. You can you can see them from a mile off.
1: As yeah. as people are getting past, I, I want to say as you guys are getting past, but I don't know. I think Carlos, last time I was Carlos, he dusted me. So I don't want to say like when I pass you, Carlos. Um, so like when josh passes you carlos you can just see this bright light <laughs> and it can blind you and you, yeah. you say oh no and then your dreams are crushed so i think the yeah. highlighter is more of like an intimidation factor for 15 or 40 year old men and boys so i think that's the route that hey, they go. we had
0: 800 comments for a singlet giveaway so ha
1: yeah most oh, of them
0: we're, we're we're high schoolers and
1: on the singlet conversation <laughs> i did find that your guys's racing kit is on the website for you guys so that's pretty cool um, So we
0: can buy it dave
1: yeah we can buy the tank top
0: how, how much is it
1: uh, I don't know, it was in like Swiss currency. What is Swiss currency? Zero. Uh, zero. <laughs> what? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Arizona. Uh Jordy, you got anything um banter thrown this way? You can this is when the transitive property can come out.
2: Josh, did did you get left by Justin Knight in Louisville?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is that is phenomenal. Um yeah. I think the lat was slightly too big. I feel like, I think I was fifth last. Um, but you know the yeah. toughest part of the whole... Who did, who did you I, beat? Oh, there was some bad... I mean, <laughs> so they had like, to be walking. They had to be they walking. Had, they point.
2: had to be wearing basketball shorts. Right? Listen, <laughs> they had to be
1: in basketball shorts and knee on tops. If, if you what, I will, what I will say <laughs>
0: is, and, and, and I'll say this 100% truthfully, is I, I tried 100%. That was my full effort on the day. There was no point in that race where I gave up. And that's the most embarrassing part. <laughs> like, I'm just running around and, you know, I get out and I'm like, this seems a bit quicker. And, uh, so I start falling backwards and I'm like, "Ooh, this is going horribly wrong. And my, co- You know, when your coach goes from like, come on, like pick it up to like just not turning up anywhere around the course anymore. Like that was the moment where I was like, "Ooh, I'm in some serious trouble. And then I get some, some abuse hauled at me. You know, like I'd won an NCB title and people kind of knew a little bit about me. And they saw me so far back that they just started just like shouting abuse at me, like around the course. It was a tough day for me. What
1: were they yelling, Josh? Let's, let's get this the podcast. Like,
0: it, it didn't take long for you to get unfit. Um, you know, nice shoes because I had the high top uh, spikes on cause I forgot my spikes <laughs> when I went there. Um, you know, I, what I will say those high top spikes, I'm not ripping into the brand that they were, but whoever have high top spikes are the worst things in the world for your country. And, uh, Yo, it was it, it was a tough day for me but i mean yeah how i made it must it, have been uh, did did you spend the rest of the day sulking i, I saw the rest of your team i went out later drink. that night <laughs> oh. <Really? laughs> well i was the but only guy were... there because I, I i qualified individually right so it was like the whole girls team and did they win no i don't think they won
1: well no they
0: did they win they might win. yeah they, they were, yeah they, they won, the, they won. In, in the top good, good team guy josh well, I mean, so I turned up by myself and I was just like, this is a tough life. I'm either going to have to go and hang out with the, um, the UNM's women's team all night or, or go home and, and, and think about my life for a bit. So I just went home <laughs> and thought about my life. <laughs> so, and yeah. here we are. <laughs> and here we are. here we are. Tough. Anna, you performed well there, so I will give you respect for that. I'm not going to clap back with anything, but th- th- this banner kind of hurts me deeply. I'll get over it at some point.
1: Ollie, do you want to cut the wounds?
2: Uh well I, I'm i curious. Obviously the podcast is going well, but did you guys sign Spencer Brown to kind of bring up that podcast? Uh get up that hype. Is that is that kind of the, the move there? So get no some comment. more following from the Athlete Special.
1: Um uh, yeah. yeah, so we signed Spencer we signed Spencer Brown. Um we're super thrilled to um have him kind of be a part of the journey of like the Bricks Beasts and Maybe at some point he's on the, the sit and kick podcast, but we'll have to really uh, double back and check how how we'll integrate. We is have he, a really is busy he there schedule. for
2: a year? Is he there for a year? Yeah, I, so don't, like, I
0: don't know.
1: Because
2: they both post like his post and then the Brooks Beast post was a bit um, I don't know they're saying different things. So I was trying to figure out. I think the main reason
0: we've signed him on is it like is to show like uh, I think he's doing a series on like becoming a beast. So he's not gonna wear our like singlet. And right. he's going to train. And if he reaches the standards of making the team, then he can wear a singlet at the, like, the Olympic trials or something. I think is yeah. is is the way it was presented to us. Mm. But I'm just curious, because
2: obviously, you know, you sit in doing pretty well. You guys are going to get the athlete special. And the next thing you know, you're going to be Basically, doing podcast yeah. talks with, you know, Usain Bolt and stuff. Is- yeah, well, I mean, I mean he's, he has COVID Roger currently, Kira. so we're going yeah. to let Usain oh, uh, take a rest.
1: Did you
0: see that? like They put up a picture of uh, Kevin Hart to, to yeah. show yeah, that yeah. Usain <laughs> Bolt was <laughs> Usain Bolt had terrible. COVID. That's quality. Dude, that um, so
2: well,
1: yeah, so for the segment, though, on Spencer Brown, yeah. So it'll be becoming a beast. And then depending on how that goes, I heard 2021, he'll go to the OAC with you guys and it will be getting turned on. I don't know how that's going to happen, <laughs> um, but that might be the segment or the the story for you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, in, in, all reality, um, we're, we're getting close to the end and if Ollie and Joe and Carlos and Jordy, if the, that is your only banter, um, I feel good.
2: I have And this is one thing I wanted to say since getting on here. Do you guys want to challenge us in a four by mile four by 1500? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's 100%. something that
1: we wanted to actually bring up, but we didn't really know. Um, because of we, Carlos's altitude mile. We didn't know how you guys were, uh, oh. handling, oh. Hand, handling oh. the repairs, um, from that. Wow. Um, but yeah, that would be definitely an interest. Um, yeah, you saw him.
2: You saw him running the sunset tour. He's 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 coming back. He's back. not used to running more than 30 back. miles a week.
0: <laughs> yeah, coming as soon as soon as all you guys get fit and healthy, we'll we'll, we'll give you a go. Um, but I think as long as we can, uh, we don't want to have the athlete special in our four by. Uh, we don't want to have him in our team. But I mean, he could document it for sure, and it'll pop off, dude. No, yep. well, yeah. it'll
1: be good that and, is sweet. and in, in all seriousness too i do think that maybe these relays are going to be kind of like the next focus for track and field for at least the time being when races and things like that are a little bit more difficult to organize and if like let's say the armory for instance i mean you guys are all rocking flynn i believe Jordy, you're with team total correct great yep so <clears throat> with all those things going on um i do feel like a four by mile at the armory would be pretty dope because now there's accumulation of teams with OAC ten man elite Brooks because uh, we challenged Brooks to a four by three k cross country score. No, we,
0: we, yeah, we we challenged ten man not Brooks. We didn't challenge ourselves.
1: Did I say challenge Brooks? Yeah, I'm just so good at podcasting. Sometimes I get carried away. But I mean, like, long story short, there's a tons of teams now that would love to be part of a four by mile. And you know, I, I give all credit to Sit and Kick Podcast for getting that conversation rolling. You know, got to claim something. Um, and so. Yeah, I and think if anyone
0: wants to announce anything big like Ollie did last time when he announced his professional career, I mean, it'll only bring more eyes onto us. So, if there's anything yeah. here, if you know, Ollie, you proposing to your good girlfriend anytime soon? or Oh, you know, God, can we stop? Yeah, <laughs> we, we, oh, can stop. We,
2: we, we, we can stop. Oh, <laughs> we can, we can was... wrap this episode.
1: We can wrap this episode. And typically, guys, um, at the end of every episode, we let the guests or guests, non plural, name the episode, and that's going to be the tagline. We hope for something catchy, hope for something fun. All right, so three, two, one.
3: Get turned on, boys. Get turned on, boys.
1: Love it. <laughs> All right, guys, um, thank you for coming in. Hopefully, this is the last time we see Ollie on the podcast and more of you guys coming in next. So we appreciate you guys being on. Thank All right, you. thanks
4: for having us. Pleasure. Thanks, thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> A slow, meandering
2: affair. He
1: wants to kick, he's got to go now.
4: We're with Josh Keon. All right, here's David Ribbich.
3: Just
1: Kerr.
4: David Ribbich. Josh Kerr's for real. The fastest C2, fifteen hundred meters.
3: Josh Kerr on the outside. Way up front now is David Ribbitt.